The Bible records that in the book of Acts, when the word of God was beginning to spread like wildfire, sa dinami-dami ng ginagawa, sa dinami-dami ng dapat maabot, it recorded in Acts chapter 6 that the women were having troubles. Hindi po maiwasan minsan na people were vying for the attention of the pastors and the apostles. And the basic issue was the distribution of food. And uh, the Greek women were complaining that the Jewish women were getting the priority when it comes to the distribution of food. And so, in Acts chapter 6, verse 2, it says that the twelve gathered, the twelve apostles, they gathered all the disciples together, and they said, it would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the Word of God just so we can wait on tables. And so they said, brothers, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the Spirit and wisdom. And we will turn this responsibility over to them. That's the story of the life of Stephen. That's why Stephen became the point man of the seven men that the apostles commissioned so that many more people would be involved in the ministry so that the apostles now could devote their time in preaching the word and in praying for the people of the Lord. One of the major pillars of the church is our, or are our men because men are strategic. And Brother Che was talking about what the devil, what the devil hates most. And you're, you hit it right on the spot, Brother Che. The devil hates people that worship the Lord. But let me add to that. The devil hates with all his gut men who worship the Lord. Because the devil knows. When the men of the church rise to the challenge of leadership, when the men of the household embrace the calling of priesthood, of being the pastors of their home, when the men in the corporate world embrace the calling that theirs is not just to raise money and to chase profit, but to change the lives of people, when the men of God whether they are in non-profit organizations or in the academe or in the barangays, when they get to hear the voice of the Spirit calling them to be priests, to be prophets, to ascend to the kingly duties of manhood, oh, the devil shudders. And the devil does everything it can. It throws its most vicious of all punches so that the men would be neutered, men would be neutralized. I would like to ask everyone in Lighthouse, please pray for the men. I am not being misogynist here. I am not being sexist here. Women, you are equally important. But by God's grace, women respond fast to the calling of the Spirit. Kung prayer lang, kung worship lang, ang mga babae pa ang nauna. But men... Men. Pagkalalakihan ang tinatawag, maraming excuse. Maraming obstacles. Why? Because it's spiritual. Because the devil knows. When the man like Stephen 
can discern and ascend to their calling of being men of the Spirit and men filled with wisdom. Oh, Acts chapter 6 records that when Stephen and all these men rise, rose up to the challenge, so many more people came to the Lord, even some of the priests. So my last year, toward the end of 2022, I sat down with this man of God and I said, Bro, the Lord is calling you. In this new season of one of the greatest ministries of the church, the men of action. And the Lord is calling you to be the head of this ministry. So today, we're going to install him to be the head, the president, the leader of our men of action ministry. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Brother R.J. Nofuente. Uh, this young, good-looking man. So accomplished in the things that God has assigned unto them. And he's one of our elders in the church. He, along with his wife, Sister Josen, they are serving the Lord along with their two kids. And today we are going to install them. And today he's going to address briefly the men of the church. I would like to ask the pastors who are here and some of the elders who are here. Pastor Ram, come join me here. Uh, Brother Vinay, Brother Jimmy, come. Uh, Pastor Ed, come. Brother June Arkiza, come. Brother Romy, come. I would like to ask the men, elders of the church. Palapakangan natin itong mga kalalakihan ng church natin. And the pastors that are here. Brother Boy, where is Brother Boy? Kapatid na Anastasio, come here. Tayo po, palibutan natin si Brother RJ, mga kapatid. Pwede bang papurihan natin si Lord sa mga kalalakihan ng simbahan, mga kapatid? Brother Ferdy, come. Because whenever the men of the church take seriously the mandate to lead the people of God and to be yielded to the voice of the Spirit, I tell you, wonderful things happen. And I ask you now to pray for Brother RJ. Because in my 22 years of ministry in Lighthouse, I have seen ministries started and ministries blossomed. But I have never seen a ministry in the church most viciously attacked by the devil than the men of action. This is not to frighten you, brother, brother Isaac. I have seen that in 22 years. Ladies' ministry, ushering ministry, Levites' ministry, all of these are very important. But whenever the men of the Lord gather, and they're shaking in the worship of the men of God, nakikita ko rin ang pag-alagwa ng Diablo. But the devil is a defeated foe. Amen? Why don't we stand up, mga kapalid? In honor of the Lord, why don't we pray for Brother RJ now? Pastors, elders, lay hands on this brother of ours. My love, can I have the anointing oil, please? And we will commit him unto the Lord because we know Brother RJ is up to a big task, such an important task in the kingdom of God. But Brother RJ shall always know that he will never be alone. Because God is with him, God is with the men of this church, and God will always be with the men of action ministry. Father, in the name of Jesus, let your anointing flow. Holy Spirit, come and fill your servant right now with such an anointing 
that this generation will be astounded by the works of the Spirit that the world and the church and the community and yes, even the nations of the world will see. You are doing through the life of this man of God along with the men of action that are going to surround him as he has said yes to your calling. Protectahan niyo po si Brother RJ, si Sister Josan, si Santi, si Celine, along with the entire Nofuente tribe. That Lord, as you use this man, as we have sung a while ago, he will run to you. Yes, Lord. To your word of truth. And he will know, Lord, it is not by might nor by power, but it is only by the Spirit of the living God, O Lord, that you will show Brother RJ the wonders of God. Amen. Anoint the, the works of his hands, O Lord. These hands will bless and touch and guide and mentor so many other men in this church and even outside of the church. We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Fill your child now with the power of the Holy Spirit. Overflow in him, O Lord, as we lift him up unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, all God's children will say, Amen. 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 Dati po ang sigaw ng men of action ay isang bagsak. Babaguhin na natin yan. Ayoko nang bumabagsak ang mga men of action eh. Salamat sa season na tayo sumisigaw ng isang bagsak. Baguhin natin ngayon. Whenever my wife notices that I am tired or I am feeling the blues, she would quote our children, kasi ang mga children namin mga video gamers. And last year daw merong isang team ang Pilipino na nanalo sa Dota international competition and their battle cry is Lakad Matatag so whenever Rose would see me feeling the blues she would just say my love Lakad Matatag ipopopos ko lang sa mga men of action that we can we can rise to the challenge okay when I say Lakad Matatag you say Mua okay men Lakad Matatag you can do better than that parang walang kalatoy-latoy yung mga kalalakihan mga kapatid ah Batalyong commander po ako ng high school ako mga kapatid Kaya sanay akong sumisigaw One more time ha Kalaki yan Lakad matatag Palapakan niyo po ang bawat isang mga kaibigan ha We will do better than that in the next coming days Why don't you open your Bibles now to the book of Galatians The book of Galatians, let's go now to chapter 6. Even as I preach this, uh, I, there's a one man of action that I really sorely miss. The grief is just getting deeper in the passing of days. I am referring to our dear Bishop Pastor Saniel Pura. And today, Rosella and the family, they are here. Pwede bang uh, i-appreciate natin ang uh, Panginoon sa buhay na Rosella? If you haven't given her a hug the last two weeks, the family is going through the toughest times of facing the darkness of grief, but the light of Jesus shines upon them. 
Why don't we stand up out of reverence for the Word of God? Alam kong nahihirapan kayong tumingin dito sa ating PowerPoint dahil we are now in the birth pains, mga kapatid. Nilagyan natin to ng screen of white because sa likod nito, binibuild ng ating Brother Eboy Ching ang frames for the LED wall na ating kinoconstruct. The LED panels have already arrived here in church. They are already here. So we're looking at about two weeks to three weeks from now. The church, by God's grace, will be adorned with such a beautiful LED wall that our Sunday experience will be enhanced. Come on, give your praise to the Lord, mga kaibigan. So while the LCD is pupugak-pugak, I want you to look at your Bibles. It's good to be in your Bibles so that you are not dependent on the PowerPoint that I prepare for you. Galatians chapter 6. I'll be reading from the New International Version. We'll be reading from verses 1 down to verse 10. Let's read this together or you can read along with me as you look at your Bibles. Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, oh, he deceives himself. Each one should test his own actions, and then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else. For each one should carry his own load. Anyone who receives instruction in the word must share all good things with his instructor. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. I'd like to harp first on verse 10. Mandate po ng Panginoon na tayo ay magpakabuti, magpakabait, tayo gumawa ng mga gandang bagay sa kahit sino man. But thank God that verse 10 is added, especially. While we do good to all people, do good especially to those who belong to the family of believers. I've entitled this short sermon, In Honor of the Men of Action of the Church, Brothers in Arms. Because today is Men of Action Sunday. Let us pray. Panginoon, kayo lamang po ang maaring kumausap sa pinakamalalalim, pinakamalalayo, pinakamatatayog na espasyo ng aming mga puso. But we know, Lord, whenever you speak, lives are changed. Whenever your counsel is declared, lives will never be the same again. You have done it to me. You have done it to hundreds and thousands of men in this church. You will do it again today, O Lord. So Holy Spirit, come and be the instructor. Always be the teacher to your people. Teach now the men of the church 
how it is to truly be brothers in arms. And while we address the men of the church, the women are not excluded, for the Word of God covers everyone who is expectant to receive from your fullness. We dedicate these moments unto you now, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, everyone will say, Amen. Give praise to the Lord, mga kapatid. Brothers in arms, I have never been in the military. The, the only stint I had with the military was when I was in high school, I was the battalion commander. Pang high school, na mga nakafatig at nakasword at rifle. And then when I went to the university, I was part of the Honor Guard Society of the ROTC. We call it Raya Dilio. So we were the ones in charge. Whenever dignitaries would visit the campus, kami yung mga nakaputi, hindi kami nakafatig, nakaputing pants. Nakarayadilio. Rayadilio is the costume of Aguinaldo during the during the revolution. Kaya aming hat yung parang tamtaks. But I've always appreciated the discipline of military people. That's why Pastor Leo is such a good friend, the best friend, a best friend of mine. Why? Because I see amongst military people so much discipline, so much culture, powerful culture, of not giving up on each one. As a matter of fact, the Marines in the United States, they have this tagline, kung tayo ay lakad matatag, mua. Wala na, nakalimutan na ng mga mua yung kanilang, kung tayo sa mua ay lakad matatag. Sa mga Marines, ang kanilang sigaw ay Semper Fi, Semper Fidelis. What does that mean? It's a Latin word that means forever faithful. Forever faithful to the flag, forever faithful to the core, forever faithful to the person on the left and on the right. Kaya kung merong mantra ang mga Marines, kung merong mantra ang mga militar, simple, no one gets left behind. Kaya sa gera, pag merong tinamaan, the Marines or the Navy SEALs or the Army or whoever that is, sa part ng kanilang armed forces, they would risk their life and their limb just so the fallen brother would be rescued. I would cast that vision to all the men of the church. Thank you, Brother RJ, for encouraging and challenging us. Tapos na ang panahon, sapat na ang panahon ng pananahimik ng mga kalalakihan. That we are just content being occupiers or seat warmers. That men of the church, from the olden times till the present times until the Lord returns, the men of the church are forever called to be semper fidelis. To be forever faithful. To make sure that no one in our family will ever, ever get left behind. That we take on the mantle and the imagery that we are in the middle of a spiritual war, spiritual battle, and lives are falling, lives are being sacrificed. The very future of our children uh, is very much at stake. Now having said this, as I was preparing my heart for the last almost one month now, one of the Netflix shows that our family bonds together over is a show entitled Physical 100. I don't know if uh, you see it. Physical 100. Oh, man, you should be watching this. 
Ang theme ng Physical 100, it's a Korean, uh, what do you call this, reality show. The Koreans, they have gathered the most fit, the fittest, the 100 fittest Koreans. Kaya all the muscles, at hindi lamang kalalakihan ha, about 90% are men, there are about 10% women. They have gathered all the black belts in karate, all the fifth dan in judo, the wrestlers, the long distance runners. They have gathered the fencers, the tennis players, the baseball players, the crossfit, uh, Joseph, parang ikaw yun, the crossfit trainers. Lahat ng nasa yoga, nasa gym, lahat ng gym trainers, military guys, policemen. They have gathered 100 of the fittest people in Korea. And I think it will be eight episodes lang. We are now on the seventh episode. Ending na kami next week. Kung sino mananalo. Very limited episodes. And for the last seven episodes, they have competed against each other. Walang sakitan. Very sportsman ang kanilang competition. They hug each other. Matalo manalo. They just accept uh, defeat graciously. But what riveted us to our seats in the last two episodes, episode six and seven, itong, itong week lang, they engage in a series of sports. Hopefully, nakikita niya, but let me tell the story to you. Yung natitirang sampo, or yung natitirang, I don't know, 20, the natitirang 20 fittest men, puro kalalakihan na lang ang natira. First game is the punishment of Atlas. You know Atlas, di ba? Yung may bit-bit na malaking mundo. So merong 100 kilos na bato that they would have to lift. Pag hindi mo ma-lift, disqualified ka na. But they would have to lift this 100 kilos of pure rock, put it in their shoulder, and stand there. The last man standing wins. Idol ko yung nanalo dyan. Two hours. Nanginginig na ang kanyang uh, big burly guy, 6'5 in height, talagang puro muscles. Nanginginig na ang kanyang legs, but he just pursued and he just persevered until he won finally after two hours. The next game, another set, they play this game called the Fire of Prometheus. Puro mga Greek mythology characters. When they would have four mga sulo, paano ba sa English yung sulo? Torch. Four torches, but five men would race 100 meters away. So they would race four torches, five men. So one would be eliminated. And then pag na-eliminate yung isa, one torch would be taken away, tatlo na lang natira, four men would compete until there's only one torch remaining and two men would compete. And of course, the fastest man survives. That's the second game. And then the third game, they call it the Wings of Icarus. You know, Icarus is that mythical, mythical, uh, no, not mythical, uh, Greek mythology character who tried to fly to the sun on wings made of wax. So, in game, they would have these five ropes dangling from the ceiling, and they would have to lift themselves, climb through this rope, but here, the rope is ever descending. So they just have to continue climbing and climbing and it would continue to descend and they would climb again. And of course, by sheer weight of the body and by sheer exhaustion, they would start falling and falling. The last man would win. 
wonderful game. Another game, they call it the punishment of Sisyphus. Sisyphus is the Greek mythology character that he would continue pushing this rock uphill, 100 kilos, uphill. And the last man standing wins. And the last game, we call it, they call it the tale of Ouroboros. Ouroboros is a Greek mythology character, is a snake that was chasing its tail. So, paikot-ikot lang. So, ang ginawa nila, sa isang oval, four men would compete and they would chase each other. Equal, equidistant, but they would chase each other. So, kung sino ang mag-top out by sheer exhaustion, abusan ka ng hangin, or inabutan ka ng nasa likod mo, you would get disqualified. And at the end, only one man will remain standing. So, today, lima na lang ang natira. Finals na next week. Kita kits tayo sa Netflix, mga kaibigan. Let's pray, let's pray. Let's close in prayer now. Magna Netflix na eh. But as I was watching this, and I was preparing my heart for this Men of Action Sunday, I realized, many men, the burdens is just like the punishment of Atlas. The syndrome that says, pasan ko ang daigdig. That man, that's the, that's the weight of responsibility that has befallen upon our shoulders. Na bilang mga kalalakihan, bilang mga tatay, feeling natin, bit-bit natin ang mundo. And that weight never lets up. That weight never lets go. That burden of raising children, providing for the family, paying for the bills, making sure that the family is secure, night in, night out, to make sure that there's food in the table. For many men, if we will not derive and draw our strength from God, that could be an Atlas-like punishment. Pasan mo ang daigdig. That's why we need the men of action. For many men, we also are in this fire of Prometheus, yung palaging nag-aapura, paunahan, that syndrome that says, ako dapat ang pinakamabilis. Why? Because men, by virtue of our genes, by virtue of the culture, men have been raised up to think, kung hindi ka una, olats ka pare. Pag hindi ka ang pinakamahal na sasakyan sa batch mo, wala kang narating. Pag hindi ka may pinakamalaking amount sa bank account, all at ka bilang pagkalalaki, you will be looked down upon. Many people are in this fire of Prometheus race. Of course, women, you feel that as well. But even more so amongst the men. The alpha male concept. The fraternity man syndrome. Na kailangan kami ang may pinakamalaking muscle, kami dapat ang pinakamabilis, kami dapat ang nasa taas. And as I was, 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 as I was watching the third game, the wings of Icarus, the ever-descending rope, I realized many men also realized that gusto natin abutin yung langit. We want to just ascend to the highest peak of success, but the rope is ever descending. Pagod na pagod ka na. Gusto mong abutin ang rurok ng tagumpay, and yet you are never able to seem to do it. It's a syndrome, and many men suffer because of this. I'm talking to you, mga kalalakihan. Usapang lalaki lang tayo ngayong umaga. That game, punishment of Sisyphus, just like the burden of Atlas, always ascending, trying to push this 100-kilo rock. Yes, malaki ang calves mo. Yes, malaki ang shoulder mo. But at a certain time, kahit yung mga fetus ng Korea, after 10 minutes, after 25 minutes, after 45 minutes, na non-stop, kasi pati bayan eh. They just give in and they just give up. That's the syndrome na, ay, pastor, walang pahinga ang buhay nito. 
Ma, you were in the office the whole day, 8 hours, 10 hours, traffic ka ng 3 hours, pagdating sa bahay, you're still expected to do your fatherly, your manly stuff. And I realized this earlier on in my fatherhood, when Luke was still a baby, I would work 12 hours a day because I was in the real estate business. And then when I come home at 8 o'clock in the evening, Sister Bing then was so tired already, and she would say, Dad, sorry ha, pagod na talaga ako, ikaw na. And Luke was such a hyper boy. And he would stay up until 2 o'clock in the morning, nakikipag-wrestling, nakikipag-habulan sa tatay. Ang tulog ko, when I was a young father, ang tulog ko, 3 to 4 hours, walang pahingang buhay. And then at 7 o'clock, I've got to be in the tripping again. The punishment of Sisyphus. And when I was watching this relay, the tale of Ouroboros, I realized, maraming kalalakihan, we are trapped in that syndrome called paikot-ikot na kapalaran. Wala lang. Week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. Gusto mong habulin yung tail mo, hindi mo mahabul-habul. Oh, my friends, to the men that are here, we have been so saddled with such performance-oriented culture that even in physical 100, pag natatalo at nadi-disqualify yung mga fit ng mga tao, they would cry, these big burly men, policemen, army, they would cry. You know why? Because ang kanilang ending palagi pag natalo ka, the organizers made a body cast. Yung katawan nila ng mga macho, may body cast yun, walang ulo, yung parang mga statwa lang. If you fail and if you get disqualified, you'll have to get a hammer and break your own body cast. What a picture of failure. That's why men, sometimes, we just don't want to rest. Huwag na lang magpahinga, abutan na lang ng atake sa puso, abutan na lang ng high blood, abutan lang ng stroke, huwag lang magpapahinga because we have been raised in a culture that says, failure is not an option, men! Failure could mean the shattering of your own image, of your manly image. We fear the, uh, the criticism of people. We fear the criticism of the wife, of the mother-in-law, of your own mom. Anong klaseng lalaki ka? And that's why men would just try to perform and perform until their heart gives in and gives out. When Paul was writing the book of Galatians, Paul reminded the men that the fruit of the Spirit if you will live your life by the Spirit and with the Spirit, that life is supposed to exhibit all the fruit that we have now memorized as believers. It's a, proof of, it's a, it's a life of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. It's a life where you can rest. It's a life where Shabbat Shalom is real. It's a life where your life is covered by the very presence of God, where you are not trapped in this performance-oriented life because everything has been charged to the finished works of Christ. And if you abide by the Spirit, it is not by might nor by power that you will make things happen. You, buy, you abide, you flow with the Spirit, and you'll realize when you do that, the joy and the peace and the gentleness, it can be yours. Maraming kalalakihan, wala nang panahon maging gentle. Wala nang panahon maging kind. Wala nang maging panahon maging patient. Why? Because so much Atlas burden, so much Sisyphus pushing, so much Prometheus running will have to be accomplished. 
So Paul was reminding the people of Galatia, people who were being inundated by wrong doctrine. Yung pong context ng Galatian. Kaya sa Galatia, Galatia. Galit si Paul sa Galatia. Why? Because the people in Galatia, they were inundated by wrong doctrine. You've got to perform. You've got to be circumcised so that you'll be a real Christian. And Paul would say, why, why would you be witched by this false gospel? When you abide in the Spirit, you've got the joy, the peace, the patience, the gentleness, the faithfulness. And then he says, but the acts of the sinful nature are obvious. So you will know the fruit. You will know the, the root by its fruit. If you are not truly born again, sabi ni Paul, the acts of the sinful nature are just staring you right there in the eye. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, all of this jealousy, fits of rage. Oh man, if you will just admit, we struggle so much in this. Sa sobrang pagod natin. Sa sobrang kawalan natin minsan ng oras to really attach to the vine. Because we just got to make things happen by hook or by crook. Many men have fallen to sexual immorality. Many men have fallen into hatred, yung pakikipag-compete sa kapwa-kalalakihan. Selfish ambition. Kasi gusto natin may magpatunayan. Gusto natin may marating. May gusto tayong makuha. Factions. Ah, mga kalalakihan, famous tayo rito. Kailangan may sarili kang silo. May sarili kang grupo. Kaya I was a fratman for five years in the university. Silo mentality. Kaibigan ko naman sa freshman yung lalaking yun, pero dahil iba ang frat niya, from second year to fourth year college, kayo kaaway ko na siya. Why? It's a fratman mentality. Na kahit hindi naman kayo, wala naman kayong bangayan, just because he belongs to another group, now he is your enemy. Sometimes, Christianity, we bring that mentality with us. Hindi naman natin siya ka-lighthouse, kaya huwag natin siyang papansinin. Hello! We belong to the same body of Christ. Walang factionalism, walang envy, walang... Are, are you with me, mga kaibigan? Drunkenness. Ang kalakihan ang madaling mahugot ng evils of being alcoholics. Why? Dahil maraming lalaki, tahimik, hindi nakakapagsasalita, not unless mapatakan ng spirito ni San Miguel. Akbayan mo nga yung katabi mong lalaki, akbayan mo lang. Kinakausap ka na ba ni Lord Kaibigan? Drunkenness. And so, as Paul would now encourage the men, sabi niya, live and flow with the Spirit, I have four points to, the, to you today. Here are the biblical creeds of being brothers in arms. As I speak to the men, women, this is also for you. Young people, this is also for you. Number one, if we are going to be true brothers in arms, kung tayo talaga magiging tunay na men of action, meron tayong men of action covenant that says, we commit to live as brothers, bound together in covenant under Christ, to accept, to encourage, to exhort one another, to live by God's grace, His highest calling for our lives. That's the Men of Action Covenant for the last 25 years. Ipamememorize ko po sa inyo yan in the coming days, mga kapatid. Magre-revalida ang mga Men of Action sa Lighthouse. How do we live up to this covenant? Number one, men, if we are going to be brothers in arms, we bear the broken. 
bibitbitin natin ang mga kapatid na nabasag, bibitbitin natin ang mga kapatiran na nanghihina, bibitbitin natin ang mga kaibigang nagkasala because we are semperfi, mga kapatid. Semper fidelis, no one gets left behind. That's the essence of biblical manhood. Hindi natin iiwanan ang asawa natin, hindi natin iiwanan ang mga anak natin sa ere, hindi natin iiwanan ang ating church ministry, hindi natin iiwanan ang church natin. We hindi natin iiwanan kahit yung mga kapatid na merong matinding pagkakasala. Because God has mandated us, if the Spirit is upon us, we can bear the broken. Our reading a while ago would say, Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, You who are spiritual, ekalang spiritual mga kapatid. You who are spiritual should what? Restore him gently. If you become part of the men of action, you will find real brothers in arms, brothers who will restore you gently. But sabi ni Paul, but watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. Hindi tayo magsasama-sama na parang fraternity lang na ang kasamaan ng isa, sama-sama rin sa pagiging masama. No. We watch ourselves. That even as we minister to those who have fallen, to those who have sinned, we also watch ourselves. Why? Because this can be the lure of the enemy to again entangle us to the sins that we have already said goodbye to. Maraming tao, pag meron kapatid na may mga problema ang pinagdadaanan, we, we'd rather gossip about them. Mas, mas masarap na lang i-chismis. Mas masarap na lang i-criticize. Mas masarap na lang i-judge. Mas masarap na lang ipairali mo yung self-righteousness. Butin lang, hindi ako katulad niya. Or gloat. O ha, hindi ka kasi kasali ng men of action, kaya ganyan ang buhay mo eh. We gloat over people. Or sometimes indifference. Wala ka nang pakialam. Or sometimes you condone. That's the other extreme. O sige, gusto mo maglasing? Para makapag-pray tayo, maglasing na tayo ngayong gabi. You condone the sin. I have a friend who is now in the rehab and what made him fall after more than two decades of being clean is this wrong notion. Now for him to be able to reach out to his friends who are addicted to drugs, he needed to go back to the world of drugs. And I implored him, no, don't do that, kapatid. Sabi niya, Pastor, I'm already in control. No, he is not. He's now in the rehab again because his life is in shambles. You don't condone the sin. You don't tolerate the sin. But also, you don't go to the path of non-involvement or refusal to confront. When you are part of true brothers in arms, yes, you bear the broken, but it means, but it means that you have the willingness to restore that brother gently. Restoration, I reason here, doesn't mean condoning. Restoration means our willingness to bring back that person to spiritual health. Why do we do that? Bakit natin aabutin ang mga taong nagkakasala, ang mga kapatid na nanghihina? Why? Because Jesus would say, in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous who need no repentance. That's what the men of action is all about. We recognize, maraming atlas syndrome ang mga kalalakihan. Maraming bagahe ang mga kalalakihan. So come to the men of action. You'll find true brothers. In James, 
the writer would say, Brethren, if any of you strays from the truth and one turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way he will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. Because it is the mandate, kapatid. Semper fidelis, walang iwanan. No one gets left behind. Men of the church, men of Lighthouse, break that blindness in our eyes in the name of Jesus Christ. Na dahil lalaki ako, dapat hindi ko ipaalam sa kapwa kalalakihan yung aking mga struggles. Whenever we have men of action retreat, we go into communal confession, corporate confessions. And there, men are being set free. We would cry to each other, Kapatid, pag-pray mo ako, grabe pa rin ang puro sa akin ng pornography. One brother would confess, ang, ang alcohol hindi ko pa rin maiwasan. So one brother would confess, I'm having an affair with somebody in the office. And we would pray, and we would cry, and we would implore. And we have seen the healing of the Lord because we have risen to the mandate. Amongst brothers in arms, we bear the broken. Mga kalalakihan, lakad matatag! Yan, lumalakas na kayo mga kaibigan. I remember this story. I don't know if this is clear to you. This is Rembrandt's uh, multi-million dollar worth of painting the prodigal son. And this is Michelangelo's multi-million dollar worth of Pieta. I'm sure you cannot see that. Pag may LED, kita niyo niyan mga kapatid. But let me tell you this story. In 1990, a deranged man somewhere in St. Petersburg, where the Rembrandt's painting is being displayed, a deranged man jump over the fence that divided the tourists from the display of the painting and with a knife in his hand he started stashing away this multi-million dollar painting in almost the same week somewhere in Rome in St. Peter's Basilica Rosa and I have been there Pieta, the Michelangelo opus another deranged man also lifted or jumped over the fence and with a hammer in hand, started pounding on this pieta carving made of marble. And of course, Rembrandt was unrecognizable. The pieta was shattered into pieces. Not everything, but it was damaged significantly. What do you think the, uh, the art and culture people of that country in Russia and in Rome, what do you think they did? They, did? did they dispose of the Rembrandt? Did they throw away the Pieta of Michelangelo? Of course not. They hired the best of the best of curators. They hired the best of the best of craftsmen to restore piece by piece, centimeter by centimeter, inch by inch, to restore nila. So when Rose and I went there, our tour guide was telling us, you will never recognize that just many years back, that Pieta was almost unrecognizable. But today, it is back to its former glory. I'd like to tell that story because that's what Men of Action is all about. Dumating kang basag. Dumating kang gulagulanit. Just come as you, who you are. But by God's grace... And by the movings of the Holy Spirit, you will be restored to the masterpiece that God has always meant you to be. Come on, give your praise to the Lord, mga kaibigan.
And of course, the Bible says you must be spirit-filled so that you will not be operate on your you'll not be operating on your own strength. You must be gentle so that you will overcome evil with good, and you must be discerning and careful so that we ourselves will not be tempted. I will preach on this much longer in the coming Sundays. So here in Men of Action, we bear we bear with the broken. Also here in the Men of Action, as brothers in arms, we refresh the burdened. Kaya masarap po may kabalkada ang mga kalakihan. Importante po ang married couples ministry. By the way, Rose and I, we are in the married for life ministry. We're there for life already. But I always glory the time that I see my wife with her fellow ladies and I am with my fellow men. Because there's just something unique and God-glorifying when we are refreshing each other from the burdens that we are bearing. Our reading today says, Bear one another's burdens, one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Pag dumarating ka sa isang men of action gathering, and you are just tired, and that man of action just lays down his sword and cry for just a while, sabi nga ni Gary V. And they will just relate, Grabe, hindi ko na-meet yung aking quota, yung aking exportation, yung aking import, hindi dumating. Yung aking uh, millions na wala. Yung aking kadil, hindi nag-deliver. And they're just so burdened. And they come to the men of action. They know they will never be judged. They know they will be in the company of many men who, in all likelihood, they have been through the same struggles. And by praying with one another, by bearing each other's burden, by fulfilling the law of Christ, that man goes home relieved, knowing that tomorrow is going to be another day. That's why in James chapter 5, the book of James would say, Confess your sins to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. Because the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Oh, men of the church, do not deprive yourselves of this divine setup that God is putting before you. Wag mong iiwasan ang mga kapwa kalalakihan. I have been with the men of action since I joined Lighthouse in 1998. My very first ministry, men of action. Until today, I am part of that ministry. Why? Because I could, I could not imagine a better place where I can go just to be relieved of the burden. Except, of course, the arms of my wife. But when I was not with Jesus, when I was with the world, saan ko i-relieve yung burden ko? Happy hour. Pagdating na 5 o'clock, nandun ka na sa bar. Pagdating na 7 o'clock, lasing na lasing ka na. Pagdating na 7.30, God knows kung sinong kasama mong babae, kung saan saan. That's, what, that's how the world relieves their burdens. But not so with the people of the Lord. You come because you know people are there to support you. I remember this story of the great Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay. I don't know if you can see the picture. These are the two people who conquered the Mount Everest for the very first time. Malapit sa inyo, Sister Evelyn. This was in May 29, 1953. They were the first recorded humans to have set foot at the summit of Mount Everest, the highest peak of the planet Earth. And they planted in there the flag and took the picture. And of course, from that time on, thousands others were able to navigate the summit. But one very powerful story is this. When they were now descending, nung pababa na sila, 
Edmund Hillary recalled that all of a sudden, because of bad weather and because of sheer wind force, he was lifted from where he was holding Saropnia, and he was now on this fatal slide, downward slide, slippery slope. And of course, dahil naka-tether siya kay Tenzing sa kanyang Sherpa na Nepali. Si Tenzing was also being pulled down kasi Edmund Hillary was probably double his weight. They were now being pulled down, the two of them, to their almost sure death. But with a mere presence of mind, because seasoned Sherpa, si Tenzing Norgay, he reached for his ice axe and with all his might, boom, planted it on the ice ground and thank God it went deep into the ground. It stopped them from falling into their sure death. That's how they survived. And so I was reading this book by Edmund Hillary and he saved that ice axe ice axe that saved him. He had it memorialized. But what I want and what I love about that story was the story of Tenzing Norgay, the Sherpa, the Nepali Sherpa. Because he was asked when he went down and they relayed the story of their almost death, almost uh, fatal encounter, the press people asked him, what went on to your mind? Why did you save Edmund Hillary? You could have cut up the rope and save yourself. And Tenzing Norgay, in a very broken Nepali English, he just said, No, mountain climbers help each other. Simple words. But if we can find a Tenzing Norgay in our lives, that even as we are both falling, he would have the presence of mind filled with the power of the Holy Spirit to plant that ice axe because he would never allow you to fall into your death. Oh, you will have found a real brother in arms. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen? Okay, let me bring this home. Here in Lighthouse Men of Action, we not only bear the broken, we not only relieve the burden, but we overcome the bragging. Dito ka makakahanap ng kapo kalalakihan na magpapaalala sa'yo pag sumusobra na ang kayabangan mo. Because one, one occupational hazard of being a man is our tendency to brag. Wala yan sa lolo ko. Diba yun ang mga kwentuhan natin mga lalaki, diba? Wala yan sa lolo ko. Wala yan sa bike ko. Wala yan sa aking ganito. Yung bike ko, ganito kaganda ang... Diba? Ang payabangan ng mga kalalakihan. Kung sino ang kanyang NBA team. Kung sino ang kanyang MMA fighter. But when you become part of a ministry like Men of Action, by, by the Lord's grace, we overcome the bragging. Why? Because Galatians 6... The one that we read a while ago would say, Pakibasa? If anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Oh, each one should teach, teach his own actions. And then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else. That's one attribute that I learned being with the men of action all these years. That I would have brothers in arms who would look me in the eye, even when I was already a, I was already a pastor. And I would have a brother who is not a pastor who would look me in the eye and would tell me, Pastor Joe, medyo mayabang ang dating ng statement na yun. Change that. Hindi bagay sa'yo. Overcome the bragging. Somebody who will be there to say, 
Don't compare yourself with other men. We are not here to compare ourselves with each other. We are here to lift each other up. Some men are called to do certain things in life. Some men are shaped to do other things in life. Would you agree? Kung lahat ay naging surgeon, di lahat tayo kamukha ni Doc Noel. But thank God na meron tayong boxer katulad ni Brother Mike. Thank God na meron tayong computer analyst katulad ni Brother RJ. Thank God na meron tayong financial expert katulad ni Brother Alvin. Salamat na meron tayong singer katulad ni Brother Gary. Salamat na meron tayong psychologist katulad ni Brother Vince. Why? Because every man is shaped differently. And when the different people will come together in the body of Christ, the body of Christ is completed and only the glory of Jesus is lifted up. Amen? So walang magmamayabang. Walang magsasabing mas lamang ako sa'yo dahil ito'y kaya ko at ito'y hindi mo. Because other men can also tell you there are certain things I can do that you have not been equipped to do as well. So you overcome the bragging. Romans chapter 12 would say, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. And lastly, when you come to the men of action, you will learn this biblical creed of setting the boundaries. If there's one thing that men can teach fellow men, especially the spiritual men, can teach the other men, it's how to live lives with boundaries. That's the real meaning of discipleship. Discipleship means to live life with boundaries. That yes, there are many things that are, that are, you're free to do it, but there are things that are not going to be beneficial unto you. And so these are men who have been through life, who have been through business, who have been through broken marriages, who have been through the evils of adultery and idolatry, who have been through witchcraft, who have been through financial ups and downs. And they will look you in the eye and say, Kapatid, yung proposal mo kanina sa negosyo, if I were you, pag-isipin mo pa ng sampung beses. Because I've been there. Set the boundaries. Make sure that you sign a contract with that brother of yours that you're entering business with. Kasi nakita ko na yan. Nakipag-business ako sa ka-churchmate na hindi kami nagpermahan, nag-aaway-aaway din kami lahat. That's why in Men of Action, we have one mantra. Walang magninegosyo sa loob ng Men of Action. We have set this agreement sa men of action, hindi mo pwedeng gamitin ng men of action as your downline in your networking business. Hindi mo pwedeng gamitin ng men of action as your recruitment pool for whatever business that you are into. You come and you set the boundaries because we are supposed to be here to strengthen one another. Galatians 6, the one that we read a while ago says, for each will have to bear his own load. Don't think, men, na pupunta ka sa men of action at magiging cradle mo ang men of action. Ibibaby ka namin. We are here to bring out real manhood in each and every one of us. Yes, we will bear each other's burden, but you will have to carry your load because that's responsibility. You will have to answer for your God. You will have to be accountable for your actions before our God. The Bible says, you will have to carry, you will have to bear your own load. You cannot default to irresponsibility dahil meron kang mga kamay na vaksyon na pwede mong utangan. 
Dahil meron ka kami na vaccine na pwede mong hututan ng pera, dahil mababait. No, no, no. We will never condone that in the ministry. You will have to bear your own load. We will be there to lighten your burden. We will be there to set boundaries. We will be there to coach you and to mentor you. But you can never be there to abuse the people of God. That we set the boundaries in the men of action. Because when we raise people who are responsible, we will have raised people who are true kingdom builders. Lakad matatag! Lumalakas na mga kaibigan. Next week, mas malakas na kayo mga kapatid. We, all of us, must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Bawat isa sa atin, tatayo tayo mag-isa sa harap ng Diyos. Gagamitin lamang at kinakasangkapan lamang ng Diyos ang ministry para gulumabas ang tunay mong karakter ng pagiging makadiyos. But at the end of the day, to each is man. Because we will be judged individually by God. What are our mandates in the men of action as brothers in arms? Number one, we bear the broken. Sabi sa Galatians, bear each other's burden. We are here to refresh the burden. You will find safe community in the men of action. We are here to overcome the bragging. Walang yabangan. Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. But more importantly, we set the boundaries. Because each one must carry his own load. Here, in the men of action, we find real bros. We find real men who are after God's own heart. Before I call on the men of this church, let me call on one man of action whose life really has inspired me, whose driving life has challenged me to be better, and whose friendship has enriched me through the years. Please welcome one of our elders, Brother Rufi Granada. Good morning, po. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. There's the song that's titled "Seasons of Love," and the question ask is, how do in laughter, in strife. How do you measure a year in a life? The answer, of course, is on things that you find significant. Yung mga bagay na mahalaga para sa'yo. Four decades ago, I was bent over, blindfolded, with my legs stretched, waiting for the next paddle to strike my already black and blue legs. One of 49 paddles I had to endure. It was so bad that later, my loose pajamas looked like leggings. It was a fraternity initiation, a passage from being a barbarian to being a man, a frat man. The question is, how do you gauge the measure of a man? What makes a man a man? Is it the amount of pain inflicted on, in him? The more pain one endures, the more manly you are. Master, 50 paddles ako, 49 lang siya. Mas lalaki ako kesa sa kanya. 
What makes a man a man? Does one become better, a better man because of his accomplishments? As my college years passed, I strove to be an engineer and became an engineer. I strove a fast career growth, joining the strange new world of semiconductors and electronics. Computers were all new then, that one could achieve so much in life merely by being part of the industry. And so I went from one promotion after another, the youngest manager, the youngest pre uh, vice president, the, the youngest senior vice president. There was no stopping me. With it came marrying my beautiful wife, Ditas, my three wonderful kids, new cars, a house, an even bigger house, constant treats abroad, filling 14 passports back to back, mingling with the who's who of, electro of the electronic worlds. Steve Jobs. Is that the measure of a man? As my career engulfed my life, I found myself prioritizing work over family. I found my significance in being the boss, having the authority over people. The more people I managed, the more manly I felt. It was so heady that I ended up going home late and racking 60-hour weeks, not seeing my family except weekends and holidays. That's in between trips abroad. It was so bad that the welcome home dad sign was never taken down. Falling into the trap of being enslaved by the rushed and the urgent. Dalawa lang raw ang countries na alam ko, sabi ng staff ko. Russian at Argentina. Pag sinabi ko, Russian. Yung pangalawa, urgent din yan. No? So Russian and Argentinian. There was simply no time or very little time. Work had to be done. Is that the measure of a man? Ah, and then women. Girls found young, a, a young, powerful, influential senior vice president irresistible. And so I shamelessly soiled my marriage bed had several and multiple relationships. The attention was flattering, the power over them intoxicating. I felt like the man, breaking the hearts, unfortunately, of my wife and my kids. Is that the measure of a man? Ecclesiastes 2, 9 and 11 says, then I became great, and increased more than all preceded me in Jerusalem. My wisdom also stood by me. All that my eyes desired, I did not refuse them. I did not withhold my heart from any pleasure. For my heart was pleased because of all my labor, and this was my reward for all my labor. Thus I considered all activities which my hands has done and the labor which I exerted, and behold, it was vanity, striving after wind. There was no profit under the sun. And yet there was this simple man, 
taken too early. He was not much in terms of earthly treasures. In corporate temporal lie, uh, terms, one could suggest he was insignificant. But one re reckons the heavenly realms, he was richer than any of us. Throughout his wake, people talked about his influence, how he touched lives. The adjective used was he was a pusher, an encourager. Apparently, he pushed people to do better, learn more, grow above and beyond what is expected of them, leaving a legacy in the hearts of people that would last generations. Bishop Saniel was 58, faithful to the end. Which was the better measure of a man, Akuba or si Bishop Saniel? The preacher in Ecclesiastes finally writes, God set eternity in the hearts of men. There is nothing better for them than to do good in one's lifetime. Brothers, I realized fortunately early enough that it was never too late. In whatever season we find our lives, we can do good. Doing good is good. You want to be a man? Do good. Influence others to do the same. Have an impact. We can make a difference in the lives of people, no matter how young or how old you are. We can make a difference. My mantra has been, seize the day, carpe diem, let it be yours as well. Back in 2020, when everybody was cowering because of the pandemic, we took the opportunity to raise funds for the, uh, for the frontliners. We, we uh, raised funds to purchase PPEs. Unfortunately, there was no delivery then, so we had to personally deliver it to hospitals ourselves in Metro Manila and Cavite with the help of Dr. Calma, uh, Doctora and, doc and Dr. Calma. Pastor Giorgio and Pastor Tan were my faithful pahinantes. Brave or crazy enough to deliver it with me. We brought PPEs, PPEs, Bibles, and our prayers to the different hospitals in Metro Manila and Cavite. Then there was community pantries. We started one in Pilar and hooked up with the Ohana group. They also gave us an it also gave us an opportunity to the Cadiz in Ayala Greenfields uh, Golf and Country Club. That led to a journey to Jesus during the pandemic seminar with Pastor Tan and Pastor John Umali of LCC Kalamba. My point is that there are so many opportunities. One merely has to open his eyes and his heart and the Lord will bring you to a place where you can do good. Micah 6.8 states, He has told you, O man, what is good and what the Lord requires of you except to be just, to love, and to diligently practice kindness and compassion, to work humbly with your God, setting aside any overblown sense of importance or self-righteousness. That's in Micah 6.8, Amplified Version. 
we can still have time to leave a mark, a legacy, make an impact in saving many. With eternity in our hearts, we can make a difference. How do you measure a year? How about 525,600 uh, opportunities to make an impact? Be the man you want to be. This is my challenge to the men of this church. Mga kabsat, mga brothers, kung hindi ka kikilos, sino ang kikilos? Kung hindi ka kikibo, sino ang kikibo? Kung hindi ngayon, kailan pa? Diyos te Agnienaapu, maraming salamat po. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Brother Rufi, stay. Let's pray. Give it up for Brother Rufi, mga kaibigan. Extend your hand toward this brother. Lord, salamat for giving us a brother in Brother Rufi. A servant leader in your church, a person of influence, but more so, Lord, a man of impact. Because you have arrested his heart, O oh Lord, from that fatal, otherwise fatal, could have been fatal, slippery slope that he was in. But just in the nick of time, Lord, you allowed him to hear your voice. And today, what a blessing he is, not only to Lighthouse, but to the rest of the body of Christ. In now, Lord, your rich blessings to be upon him and Sister Ditas and the entire Granada family, the works of his hands, O Lord, we entrust unto you. For this man belongs to you, and his life reflects your glory. This is our declaration with faith and thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, everyone will say, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kapsat. May we have the praise and worship, please. Mga bros, are we ready? Yeah. Si, si RJ ready na mga kaibigan. Si RJ lang yung sumagot sa inyo eh. Mga bros, are you ready? Yeah. Why don't we stand up mga kapatid tayo tayo lahat. Today is Men of Action Sunday. And um, as Men of Action, we, we recite this covenant. And we will sing this song. And as this song is being sung, I'd like to call on every man in this house, 25 years old and above, to come here to the altar. But let's recite this together as men of action of the church. Ready and go. We commit ourselves to live as brothers bound together in covenant under Christ, to accept encourage and exhort one another to achieve by God's grace his highest calling for our lives let's do this again together this time I want you to shout it out I want you to hear your your own voice reciting this men of action ready go we commit ourselves to live as brothers bound together in covenant under Christ to accept encourage and exhort one another to achieve by God's grace his highest calling for our lives. We will sing this song, but today, men, I don't want you to wait one more second. Leave the comforts of your seat. Come to the front and worship the Lord with this song. Pero mga kalakihan, lingunin niyo ang mga katabi niyo. Lingunin niyo lang. 
ang dami nating kalalakihan sa church. Pwede bang papurihan natin si Lord, mga kaibigan? RJ, Brother RJ, come. I want you to see from this point of view the men of the church that God is now entrusting to the ministry. Mga kababaihan, mga kabataan na sa likod, pwede bang palakpakan natin si Lord sa mga kalalakihang narinito sa harap? So along with Brother RJ, along with the core group of the men of action, with Brother Rufi, our Kabsat Rufi Granada, I ask you that question. How do you measure a man's success? Paano mo susukatin ang pagiging matagumpay mo bilang isang lalaki? Dahil meron kang malaking kotse? Dahil tumataas ang sweldo mo? Dahil nakikilala ka sa social media? Dahil sa biceps? Dahil sa dami nang nagkakagusto sa iyong babae? Kabsat Ruby gave us that challenge. How do you measure that man? Or can we decide today, men of the church, that we will dedicate our lives from this point forward, that our lives be made use by the Lord, that our lives be used by God to impact the lives of so many others. And you can have an impact in the lives of other people. Today we have dedicated one entire service just for the men of the church. I will see you February 25 for that burning bush huddle that we are going to have right here in church. And I implore, mga kapatid, write down that piece of paper. Kung hindi kayo nabigyan, paglapas yung mamaya, please look for Brother RJ or our ushers downstairs. But I want every man of the church to rise to this challenge, mga kapatid. We can change the world by God's grace and for His glory. We can change the world to impact the lives of so many people. Do you believe this, mga kapsat? Do you believe this? What I want you to do this is, akbayin mo nga yung kung sino man ang katabi mo. Come, come, come. Just like what me and Brother RJ is doing that right here. Brothers in arms, can you uh, connect this gap here? Oh, men, women of the church, start praying for the men. Shall you? I want you to just, I just want you to put your arm around these brothers. This is the picture of brotherhood, mga kapatid. That we can be together in this journey of life. Knowing na hindi ka nag-iisa. Knowing that you have a friend. Knowing na merong makikinig sa mga kwento ng buhay mo. Yes. Na merong magcha-challenge sa'yo. Hindi ka, hindi ka dadalhin sa masasama. Because it's a challenge ka, encourage ka. Rise to the calling of being a real man of God. And we can do this when we are together as brothers in arms. Panginoon, salamat po, Lord, that as I put my arm around my brothers, to my right and to my left, even, Lord, this brother of mine in front of me or behind me, Lord, we are affirming your call to every man in this church. These are your men, O Lord whose lives have never been the same again since they heard your call. At kung meron mang isang kalalakihan dito, Panginoon, na hindi pa niya naririnig ang panawagan ng Panginoong Iso Kristo right now in the name of Jesus, as he feels the touch of his brother, know, O Lord, let him know that today is his day of salvation. 
that today is a day that is coming back to the folds of God. That today, Lord, He is embracing the challenge and the call to be true brother in arm, to be a true man of action, to be a true man of God. And by Your grace, Lord, the men of this church will change the world for the glory of Your name and for the saving of many lives. This is our declaration. With faith, with worship and praise in our hearts. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone will say, Amen. 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 Don't move yet. Don't move. I want you to... Alam mo sa men of action, ang tatak ng men of action is we hug each other. Here in the church, you can hug as many men as you can and as you must Sunday after Sunday. Because dito, and why don't you do that? Lighthouse, even the ladies, hug each other now. Come on. This is a lighthouse. This is family. No one gets left behind. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands real high. Lift up your hands real high now. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you. Oh, may the Lord lift His countenance towards all of us. And may the Lord grant us His peace as we truly live out a life of impact for the glory of God and for the saving of many lives. In Jesus' name, and all people will say, Amen. See you next Sunday.